This show is brought to you in part by Temple Sporting Goods, powered by AdCraft. For more information on creating great gear for your team, contact them at 563-243-1304 or at templesports.com. Hey NAI football fans, Corey Thorpe here. No John Cooper this week, but I do have Olivet Nazarene head coach Eric Heyman. Coach, how you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for thanks for asking. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for taking a little time out of your out of your vacation week to to speak with us. I really do appreciate it. Um, let's let's talk about your your team last season. Um, you uh, have a you have a pretty good season for for uh, you know mid state a mid state schedule, um, and you end up going to your second consecutive victory bowl. Um, Tell us a little bit what that Victory Bowl experience is like. Well, I mean, I think uh, we've been to two of them. They've been great experiences. You know, obviously the goal is to make the national playoffs. And uh, I think we were one, you know, we we're not that far away from that. But in the meantime, as we're, we're building, uh, the Victory Bowls have been a fantastic experience for our guys to play one more game, to be together, to send the seniors outright, and uh, just, you know, just really thoroughly enjoyed it. And so been a great experience for us now how do y'all um how do y'all usually uh work with that with that game and those extra practices is there anything that you're really focusing on on with those extra practices that you get well i mean that's a benefit too every time you play an extended week you get an extra practice for all the young guys especially but but for us i mean it was basically you know as you get towards the end of the year uh, we're, our practices are tapered a little bit anyway. And so, uh, you know, two years ago when we played in Arizona, it was brutally cold uh, before Thanksgiving, uh, those weeks. And uh, we had we, we had snow and it was kind of a, a really, uh, it's kind of this, the, the had a uh, hard surface snow. If it refroze. And uh, so we called it, you know, we were going to go play in Phoenix and uh, we called it the white sand, right? And so that was our <laughs> motivating factor and uh so we we actually was so cold that we did a lot of indoors we we're fortunate to have a you know a big indoor uh, track and so we did a lot of individual and uh you know some prep there and then we would go out just for about 15 20 minutes and run full speed and uh you know so i think our guys were were pretty prepared and uh and we went down to arizona and then we didn't have to do it this year and we played greenville it was uh weather was good so we just continued our practice and you know ended up going down and having a lot of success with the first, both of those teams. Yeah, definitely. The, the, the game at Greenville there was a 69-8 victory for y'all. Uh, I know that felt felt good to end the season on a couple wins, and in your last two games only allow 15 points over the last two games. Um, what kind of clicked for y'all over, over the last two? Well, I mean, I think, you know, what I would like to see is we, we lost a tough one to St. X Creek team, and you know, if we would have won that, we would have won at least a share of the conference, which would have been huge for Olivet. I don't know if they've won one since 98 or, you know, I know it was in the early 2000s. And so um, so for us to not win that game and then have to go back and play some other games, it's, it was, to me it shows that our guys just play each game one at a, one at a time. And, and uh, you know, I think some teams are thinking about the end of the season and want to get out and, and go, go on with their – Thanksgiving break or whatever, our, our team was not like that. We don't, we don't, we don't play like that. And we, we ended up playing full throttle 
both of those games. And uh, so that's what I appreciate about our guys is they just, they really um, showed up and, uh, you know, played for the things that matter, played for each other, played, uh, played to be the best they could be. And uh, I think that that's how, uh, how that finished. Now, coming back for, for this season, you've got uh, a lot of pieces coming back on offense. You're also losing a few pieces uh, to your offense that I, I know that um, uh, I'm, I'm sure you would have loved a spring uh, of practice to, to really get a, get a good handle on. Um, you know, you're returning your, your top three leading receivers, your, um, you know, leading, leading running back and, a, and an all-conference offensive lineman, uh, but you also lose two additional all-conference offensive linemen as well as your quarterback. Um, talk about re- almost uh, kind of rearranging half of your offense there. Yeah, we, we had a, a pretty good offense last year. I think we finished number one scoring in our side of the conference and, and uh, really clicked. Uh, we had a bunch of injuries early. I mean, uh, right at the very beginning, our, our number one quarterback, went out for four games and, um, you know, we, we lost an uh, All-American tackle. So in the beginning of the year, we were really just not the team we, we could be, and then we kind of rebounded and, and showed up. So, you know, we're losing Jordan Lawton, who's a really good quarterback for us. He's the second all-time career uh, passer. Uh, and then we lost an All-American left tackle and James Officer. Those guys are really, really good football players. And so, but on the flip side, I really – like who we return. I mean, uh, we return Jared Allen, who is an all-conference player, and I think Craig Keener is going to be an all-conference player as well. And we had some good young guys playing behind those uh, really good seniors. And so um, I like our quarterbacks too. They're young and inexperienced, but they're, they're really good leaders, and uh, they really um, have a good grasp of our, our system and, and what we try to do. And then we return two all-conference running backs and – I think there's, you know, there's probably two to three all-conference receivers returning uh, as well, uh, just depending on what type of season they have. So our skill guys are veteran and they're they're really explosive, and uh, you know we just got to get a little bit seasoned at the O line and at the quarterback, and uh, you know I think that that would be the trick. It would you're right. I would have loved to have spring ball uh, to get uh, our quarterback situated, and so. We'll just have to get that get them situated, you know, when we start practice August fifteenth. Uh, now, defensively, you're um, is is sort of the same sort, same situation here. Uh, you're returning your your top two tacklers, and uh, your leading interception uh, guy in your defensive backfield, but you lose uh, Brody Crossan. and uh, in, in his production as well as a as Brock Perry in your defensive. Um, secondary as well talk to me about what you're expecting out of your defense this year yeah so um we lose some good ones there um you know last year we lost our top two d linemen uh before the season even started non-contact injuries and so they didn't they didn't none of them played it down and one of them was uh ari akoa and he uh he, he was a first team all conference in the mid-states as a sophomore so um so he'll be back and then i have a, a guy named grant Menke who is a redshirt who i think is a really 
good football player for us. And so I'm, I'm excited to get those back. And so, you know, when you, when you play in passing teams like St. X and things like that, you really want to try to put as much pressure as you can with that front and, uh, you know, miss those guys hurt, but it's going to be great to have them back. So Jalen Simpson's a linebacker. He's been a, a all conference linebacker and he'll be our senior leader uh, in that linebacker core. And then, uh, we have uh, Freeman. He's a outside linebacker. He's coming back. And so, so there's going to be some guys that are a little bit younger, but, uh, you know, I think that's part of it. I think we've had, I think since we've been here, we've had at least a one all-conference linebacker, and I don't think it'll change any next year as well. And so uh, secondary, losing Brock, he, he was a leader, but we had some redshirt guys that we really liked that probably are maybe a little bit more athletic uh, and uh, really looking for their opportunity to play and, and get situated. So. So I, I like our guys. I think that, you know, we had to, up till that spring break when, before we sent them all home, we had the best off season uh, we've had uh, just culture wise and just connected, uh, super connected, uh, working super hard. And uh, I really saw a lot of growth in those guys. And then even when we went to COVID and we started doing all the Zoom meetings, you know, uh, it just was neat to see how much they were wor- working and putting into it and even understood the scheme and so forth uh, as we were going through that whole COVID uh, spring season, so that was a uh, neat to see as well. So I like the guys. I like I like who, who's coming back. Obviously, it's a tough conference, and uh, you know we're gonna have to play our best every week. But I really do like this team. Now you'll also return a game breaker um, as as your return guy with Javian Daniels, uh, who returned four kicks split between punt and kick return, um, as well as three rushing touchdowns and yeah. almost five hundred yards. Um, yeah. what does it, what does it mean to you that you know that any kick, uh, you could, pro- you could possibly house one? Well, you know, I, uh, I don't, we don't typically fair catch <laughs> on, on a kickoff return because he is a breakaway guy. He, he was a all conference running back too. just, just, uh, and both him and LaShawn have both in, in their career set the single rushing game record. <laughs> So they're very talented, uh, you know, uh, Sean Rule and uh, Javian Daniel. They're very, uh, very talented. And so putting them back there, knowing that we have a threat, uh, is, is it's, a, it's a good thing. And so people are going to try to kick away or, you know, um, you know, and I think it also says a lot about our kickoff return team and our punt return teams. I mean, I think we put a lot of time into it. It's important. Uh you know, as a head coach, I actually run the kickoff return because I want to be a part of the special teams. And uh, so it's good to see that, you know, the work that we put into it uh, is, is paying dividends with uh, explosive plays. And even when we don't score, if we can get, you know, 20, 20, you know, average 20 plus yards, you're getting two. I, I always say it as getting two first downs, right? We're getting two more first downs and we're trying to change the field position. So, um, those guys are explosive. It's good good to have explosive people. There's no doubt about it. Absolutely. Now, obviously, the the path to winning the Midwest this year, is, as it has for the last several years, is going to run through St. X. Um, you know, um, and, and St. X isn't a team that, uh, unfortunately, all of it hasn't had the best of luck against. Um with an extended uh, losing streak, um, how do you how do you keep your guys uh, focused and ready and and not 
too overhyped for that game? Oh, you know, I think that um, they, they get it. I mean, I think they understand that St. Xavier is a team to go through in the mid-states, and that doesn't mean you – know, no disrespect to anyone else. I mean, we – we have to, I mean, our, our, we have to show up each week, whether it be versus, you know, the former Robert Morris, who's Roosevelt now, or St. Ambrose, you know, because they got us last year. So, so we'll, we'll be ready for each game. I think we, every team, uh, other than St. X, knows that St. X is the team that has won for the multi, you know, multiple years in the last decade and plus. So Mike does a great job, and uh, they'll be ready. You know, they. You know, you would think sometimes that when they lose, you know, they're going to lose all these seniors on defense or offense or whatever, but they're always, they always come back. And so I think that's a good sign of a, a sign of a really good program. So we understand that. We've been very close. We were winning in this, uh, you know, in the last few years, we've taken it a double overtime. Mm-hmm. I went for it, uh, went for two at their place, didn't get it. And uh, if we did that, that would have been the first time all of that beat St. Beat X in a, I don't know how many years. And then just last year we were winning at halftime and then we ended up losing. Uh, I think we lost and still scored 42. So, um, so it was a, it was a shootout and uh, basically it was one of those games where the last team that had the ball is going to win it. And, uh, so they won it. And, uh, most of our guys feel that. I think they, they're always eager to play them. We always show up against them. It's just a matter of, are we going to have either eliminate their explosive plays and create turnovers against them and eliminate our turnovers and create explosive plays against them. If we can, uh, this last year, if we just would have eliminated our, our turnovers, then I think we win that game. So, so that's what we got to do. We just got to get a little bit better of what we're doing. We don't have to play uh, a turbocharged game or whatever. We just have to do what we do just a little bit better. And I think we can beat them. Yeah. That Roosevelt um, moniker, really got me turned around when I saw it for the first time on um, St. Francis, um, Indiana's schedule. I went, who? Who's that? Oh, yeah. Who? Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah they're, also, they're, they were a maroon color, I think, and now they're a green. Right. So it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to screw with you with the color, and it's going to mess with you, you know, with their name. So. Yeah, and they actually had, at Roosevelt, before they merged with Robert Morris, actually had their own club football team. Okay. And so that really had me messed up before I realized that they that they merged. Huh. Um, no, I, I, I didn't even know that. So I know that, uh, you know, you've got about a month and a half before you can do actual practice. Um, how are how are y'all going to be able to keep your guys as as healthy as possible? Uh, with bringing them all all back with each other um, for practices, what y'all what are y'all's plans there? Well, you know, I think uh, we can't do any football stuff till August fifteenth. Yep. That's the whole across the country. So we're going to bring them in a little bit earlier and just condition and just making sure that when we can practice, they they've got a good base. Our guys are doing a good job uh, of working out on their own right now, but it's always good to get them together and. Uh, you know, get them, get them rolling. And so Coach Peterson, our strength coach, as soon as we can, uh, we'll, when we bring him in, he'll start working them out and uh, just kind of get a good threshold of where they're at. And uh, I think the key is to be in the best shape we possibly can. So when we start August 15th, we're not, you know, we're really just focusing on getting better fundamentally and technically and schematically uh, so that we start school the 17th. So we, we have, we're going to have no camp. 
So I know there's some schools that will start and have a week of camp, but for the most part, we we won't have we won't have any camp. So we got to make sure that our conditioning is ready to go, so that when we get into our football practice in school, we're just focusing on, uh, you know, we're high tempo practice anyway, but just really focusing on the technique and the fundamentals and getting assignment proof, uh, you know, before our first game. Well, Coach, thanks for coming on the, the show tonight. Um, looking forward to seeing some football um, of any shape, form, or fashion at this point, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, let's, I agree with you. So uh, look forward to uh, seeing that purple and gold come on, uh, come uh, September. Yep. Well, we, we'll, we'll, we'll appreciate you having us on here, and we do too. We, we hope that we play football and, and look forward to getting out there and seeing who we can be. It's always a fun, fun adventure. Thanks, Coach. Go ahead and get back to your family now. All right, guys, that was head coach Eric Heyman from Olivet Nazarene, uh, back-to-back victory bowl champions. Um, and uh, let's let's talk some mid-states, Midwest. Um, what is generally, I hate to call it the weaker side, um, the less deep side of the mid-states let's call it, let's let's go with that i think that's fair um you know obviously like i said with with coach Heyman, uh the road to the playoffs in the mid-states midwest runs through saint xavier and that is mine and john's pick both for um the the winner of the mid-states midwest is going to be saint xavier uh, Mike Feminist has a ton of players returning, especially on defense. Um, two defensive linemen, two linebackers, a, a defensive back with 77 tackles. Um, yes, he's losing his quarterback and his two wide receivers, but they'll find a way to um, to adjust and get quarterbacks. And they've got Vance McShane in the the backfield and a couple of great offensive linemen in Bruce Mesa and Anthony Sorrow. Um, You know, they've just got a good thing rolling. I think St. Xavier uh, is, is again, going to be the team to beat in the Midwest. They're going to be the ones that if they trip up a time or two, you might see someone else do it. But that's going to be the question. Are they going to trip up enough in division to give someone else a chance. Now, dark horse wise, John likes St. Ambrose um, as as one to really watch out for. Um, obviously, y'all know me. I'm the one arranging these interviews, so a lot of times my dark horse is going to be the person on the phone. Previously, uh, my dark horse is all of it Nazarene, um, with seven returning um, all conference picks. Um, you know, I, I think they really like what they've got coming back. At quarterback, even though it's young, you return a lot of skill position talent. Um, you return great uh, special teams play. Uh, you, you heard me talk about JV and Daniels with, with Coach, but they also had a both a kicker and a punter selected as all-conference selections. Um so special teams really is uh, a, a big deal for the Tigers from Bourbonnais. 
Um, and so I really think they're going to be someone to watch out for. Um, both John and I also think that, uh, especially due to the strength of the Mideast, that the Midwest is only going to get one in uh, again. Um, so we'll see if all of it goes back to the Victory Bowl. If they have a really good season, it's it's going to be hard for the Victory Bowl folks to not choose them. Um, you know, and, and I think they're primed to do it. Um, another team to watch out for is is the aforementioned Robert Morris Roosevelt. Uh, you know, uh, new name, new colors, some some new athletes. Uh, like I mentioned before, Roosevelt had a club football team, and I imagine they've probably pulled some of their, their players from that uh, to combine with Robert Morris's players, and they had a, a good handful of um, all-conference selections. They... Um, they had six, um, you know, so you're, you're merging two teams. Um, Robert Morris might jump up and bite somebody this year. Um, sorry, not Robert Morris. Roosevelt might jump up and bite somebody this year. Um, but as usual for the Midwest, I really think it's going to be St. Xavier. So does John. Um, we'll be really excited to preview the, uh, the Mid-States Mideast. That's that's going to be a really really uh, good one. Uh, hopefully we get some some football in um, this year. It's it's going to be interesting to see who is going to all online classes and who is going to be on campus. Um, we've got an, a whole host of of coaches uh, lined up over the next few weeks, so I am excited to do that. Um, hopefully I'll have John back with me next time so we can, we can talk football together. It's way more fun when I get to bounce stuff off him. So as for me, I'm Corey Thorpe and we will see you next time. Hey guys, Corey here. If you enjoy our show and the coverage of small college football we provide, please consider becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash NAIF ball. In doing so, you help support small college football media coverage. For the next 20 or so $3 patrons, we will send you a limited edition holographic NAIA ball sticker. These are gorgeous, and we only have a limited amount to send out. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash NAIA ball and become a patron today.